This is Changing the Rules, a podcast about designing the life you want to live. Hosted by Casey Dempster and Ray Lowe, the luckiest guy in the world. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to uh, Changing the Rules. This is Casey Dempster, and I'm here with my co-host, Ray Lowe. And we're here to talk about change and transition and what happens when people are faced with this. We know from experience that um, there are a lot of people that really push back on change. They don't like it. They feel like um, it's scary. And so they try to keep everything status quo, even if they're unhappy about it which is a little bit odd, but that's often what happens. So we believe that if you feel that you are controlling the change, then maybe it won't be so scary. It's still hard, but um, maybe if you keep uh, working away at it with your own plan, then it will come along a lot easier than you think. So if you're thinking about retiring and not sure when or whether, uh, or if you're changing jobs, whether it's your choice or someone else's, or if you just want to jumpstart your life because you're not crazy about what's going on now, you need to have a plan. And um, you need a, a plan, but you also need to have what we call a playbook. I know they call it that in football, where because sometimes you know you're going along in your plan and something pops up that's unexpected. So uh, maybe you have a playbook that has some strategies that in the event that something like that happened, it's it's something that you can pull into your plan to to deal with this surprise. So um, we th- we think that you should be proactive rather than reactive, and um, and take control of your life. And you know we're often told how to act, and and it might not feel right for you. Um, it could be society or your boss or somebody who's telling you how to do things. And um, if it doesn't feel right, maybe you just need to change the rules. Yay for change, okay? (laughs) Um, You know, let's talk for a minute about this plan. I I have a hyena story this morning that I want to get into. But, but, uh, you know, way back when, when I went to graduate school and I was in business school, uh, the concept of planning was this real long-term kind of a thing. You know, you needed a 10-year plan and a 20-year plan and maybe a 30-year plan. And, and the plans were extremely detailed. And we had spreadsheets with all the numbers worked out and stuff like that. And, and uh, the kind of planning that we're talking about is not quite that rigid. I hope not because that to me is totally overwhelming. Yeah, I think I think what we're talking about here is we're talking about having a really good vision of what you want to do. And without that, you you can't you get lost. You mm-hmm. go around in circles mm-hmm. and and you're going to feel unsettled. Uh, but the plan also needs to be flexible and it needs to be able to turn on a fly. And and uh, we see that a lot today in business today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the concept of a 30-year plan is out the door. The oh, six-month yeah. plan is in if you can make it that long. <laughs> and, and so when we're talking, we're not talking about this overwhelming plan. But uh, we're going to set a stage today. We're going to talk about something called the new retirement paradigm. And it's going to set a stage for this plan that I think you have to have. Mm-hmm. And although we're going to be talking today mostly about retirement phase of things, uh, the plan fits changing jobs. It fits changes you want to make in your life. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's talk about hyenas. Okay. Okay. So uh, 
Sandy and I were in Africa. I, I think we told the story of the airplane last time we were on. And uh, this is kind of a continuation of that story. So we're in Africa, and our plane has landed. Mm-hmm. The eagle has landed. <laughs> so we're in the middle of this pristine jungle. Now, uh, the jungle in this case was absolutely gorgeous and absolutely tranquil. Very different than the jungle I thought we were going to be in. You thought you were going to be seeing Tarzan. Yeah, and I thought we were going to have this, you know, uh, bush that we couldn't penetrate. But it's pretty open, Mm -hmm. and we're sitting there, and uh, I started to look around after I got off the plane. They're unloading the luggage. Thank thank goodness we had people to do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking around, and I look over to my left— And I see this herd of elephants. And it's mostly mothers and babies. And there's a little stream between us. And they're just kind of grazing. And and it's peaceful. They're doing elephant things, whatever those (laughs) might be. And um, then I looked over to the right. And on the right were giraffes and antelope. Mm. And I was going to say herd, but I'd be wrong because because – uh, You're going to correct me. Go ahead. Are called a tower of giraffes. Correct. And I guess if you're in the jungle, you get to name these things whenever you want to name them. And uh, so we have towers of giraffes. But again, the tranquility is magnificent. You look over there and you just see this uh, uh, calm and peace. Nobody's attacking anybody at this mm-hmm. point in time. Mm-hmm. So I guess nobody's hungry. Uh, And then I turned around and I looked behind me, and I'm seeing the beginning of an African sunset. Now, if you have never, ever been to Africa, the sunsets are worth it. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are just these glowing red orbs in the air, and and, and everything is kind of filtered around the plant life and the animal life, and it's, it's just gorgeous. And I'm, I'm thinking, wow, what a great place to be. Where's my camera? Well, I had the camera. Okay. I actually have pictures of this, but this is radio. Okay. Okay. Or, you know, we can't do that. Okay. Okay. So so anyway, um, I made a mistake. Mm -hmm. I turned around and looked at the airplane. Okay. Oh, that airplane. And and I see these pilots, and they're rolling out these huge bales of barbed wire. (laughs) And they're stretching it out, and they're surrounding our airplane. And now they're hooking this wire to these huge batteries. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, what a, what a change. Uh, talk about change. This was change. Yeah. So, so I walked over to one of the pilots, and I said, okay, so who's going to steal our airplane out here? Because that's the only thing I could figure. And they said, well, uh, stealing is not the issue. The issue is if we don't do this tonight, the hyenas are going to come in and eat the tires. Holy mackerel. <laughs> So who would have thunk? Now, now I certainly don't want to wake up in the morning and find tireless airplanes. Right. Uh, you know, you need those to get off the ground. And, right. and uh, But they eat anything. They eat anything. And, and the role of the hyena is to be the scavenger of the jungle and give them a chance they're going to come in and, and do their thing. And they are ugly creatures. Okay, cute little dogs. <laughs> no, they're not. You know, cute. I, I'm. You know, I'll, I'll show you the pictures later. But um, anyway, uh, I started thinking about this. I, you know, obviously, I think too much about these things, and I didn't think <laughs> then so much. But uh, we had this discussion at night over dinner about the hyenas eating everything, and and when I got back and I started to figure out, you know, what my experiences taught me. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I started thinking about this airplane that was rebuilt. 
it was old, mm-hmm. if you remember. Back it was then. so old that it should have been <laughs> retired. And and uh, yet somebody rethought the concept of this airplane and took the old thing that should have been taken out of use, according to my wife, Sandy, and repurposed it so that it not only was great at what it did, but perhaps the best there was. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking about why can't we do this with people? Uh, you know, why why do people get taken out of use at this stage in life called retirement? Why can't they be repurposed mm-hmm. and repurposed so that they're not only really good at what they do, but maybe even the best they've ever been? Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to clutter life with all those things that everybody threw at you in your job. Right. Got in the right. way. Well, you're throwing the hyenas now, and you, you suddenly realize that – whether it's people or airplanes that need to be repurposed, uh, that's not good enough because you're going to get attacked. We we have hyenas in the world, and, and where the hyenas in the jungle did the tires, mm-hmm. the hyenas that we face deal with things like your health. Mm-hmm. And they're going to try and steal your money. Mm-hmm. And okay? your time. And your time. And, and the time is the biggest thing perhaps, that we need to be concerned about. Right. Uh, and and so how do you protect yourself against uh, losing your time and losing your money? Uh, and you can do these things. So you, you get good doctors and you protect your health. You get a proactive plan to take care of yourself. You get a good financial advisor and they can, uh, you know, help protect you from the vagaries of the markets and mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. so that you're better prepared to weather the storm. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as time is concerned, though, you need the plan. Right, right. Okay. You, and according to Tony Morgan, you get to decide where your time goes. You can either spend it moving forward or you can spend it putting out fires. You decide. And if you don't decide, others will decide for you. Okay. I think I like tiny, t- uh, Tony Morgan, not Tiny Morgan. No, Tony Morgan. Tony Morgan. Okay. Yeah. And when you think about this, if we get into this thing, um, you get some pretty good visualizations. You know, I, I remember having this discussion with my wife the other day about where we were going to go to dinner. Mm-hmm. And and this is one that can go on for a long time. You know, it's, well, what do you feel like eating? Well, I don't know what I feel like eating. What do you feel like eating? And usually the one that has the plan, who knows where they want to go, is going to win this battle because the other one doesn't care so much. Right. Right. Okay, so let me tell you another story in here, um, and this is a story we're going to bring back again because it's a good one. It's uh, a babysitting story. Mm. So uh, I have people that I met who live in our development. It's an over-55 community, and uh, they moved in from northern New Jersey to southern New Jersey, and I said, why'd you do that? And they said, well, we want to be closer to our kids and our grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, okay, so how's that working out? And you get this stone silence at the other end, okay? Yikes. And and they finally came back and said, well, I think it's pretty good. I mean, we, we get what we kind of wanted. We get a lot of exposure to our grandchildren. But we were originally thinking about limited time, like, you know, maybe a couple mornings a week from 10 to 12 or something mm-hmm. like this. And we're winding up being almost full-time babysitters for our grandchildren. Wow. And And we can't say we don't love it because we do. But it certainly is a change in the ownership of our time, and it certainly is redirecting the plan that we had for the rest of our life Mm -hmm. to somebody else's plan, Mm -hmm. not necessarily our plan. Right, right. 
So we keep getting back to this darn thing called the plan. Right, right. right. And, you know, it's interesting, too, because um, as as you well know, I consider myself semi-retired. And people say to me, oh, you know, how's retirement? And I say, well, you know, it's semi-retired. But what I like about it is that I have more control over my time now. I can decide when to sit down and work. I mean, obviously, there are some appointments that you need to deal with. But um, when I was working full time, I felt that I needed to be at the office at a certain time and you had to stay till a certain time. And um, and that was limiting. It was somebody else's plan. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So this is the beauty of this thing called uh, retirement is that if you play your cards right, mm-hmm. you get to decide what the plan is. Mm-hmm. But you have to be careful. You actually have to have a plan because right. if you don't have one, you just go in different directions. Right. And that opens up our discussion of our main topic for today, mm-hmm. which is called the new retirement paradigm. But, but first, let's cut away for a minute, and then we'll come back and talk about the new retirement paradigm. Great. You're listening to Changing the Rules with Casey Dempster and Ray Lowe, the luckiest guy in the world. We will be right back with more exciting information. You know, Diane's voice, every time it comes, it just energizes me. She's, <laughs> she's wonderful. And, you know, she's not here in the studio. We we are changing the rules. We recorded her, right? Right, right. Okay, but she helps a lot. Right. So, so the, I have a quote. Good. Before you get into the new retirement paradigm, this is from Tennessee Williams, the famous playwright. He says, you can be young without money, but you can't be old without it. The plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and the hyenas and all of these things that we've been talking about, the stories, they fit together. And I wish we could do it all in one session so that we could lay out the roadmap, but it's got to be built in pieces. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the new retirement paradigm, which is different from your parents' retirement paradigm. So so talk to me a little bit about your parents' vision of retirement and the constraints that they had on them regarding retirement and how things have changed. Okay. Well, um, my parents grew up, uh, you know, through the Depression, so they were sort of Depression babies. And so my mom was a stay-at-home mom because we had a big family, but my dad worked every day and um, he had to continue working because he had younger children. And um, so he finally um, got to a point where he was in a job that had been made for him as a favor. And uh, there was a lot of resentment from other coworkers. And so it was not a pleasant situation for him. And he ended up retiring at about 62 or 63. And um, I'll never forget At that point, I wasn't living at home. I was already married and living outside of the home. I had my own family. But I can remember my mom saying, you know, I went out to the grocery store today, and when I came back and started to put the groceries away, your father had rearranged the kitchen because he thought it would be more efficient. He was an engineer, and he didn't think that I was efficient. Never mind the fact that for nearly 40 years, I had been arranging my own kitchen. Yeah. Now, your father had a plan. Clearly, he did. Your mother had a plan, too. Right. right? And she won because she told him to put everything back and to go find something to do. Well, but, you know, that (laughs) this is part of the issue, too, because the plan has to be communicated at some point in time. It can't just be a plan. Right. So so let's talk about this uh, 
old version of the retirement paradigm. Uh, and, and this is unfortunately the way too many people think today. Mm-hmm. And that thinking is outdated Mm -hmm. because under the old rules of retirement, you hit this magic age and it was usually Mm -hmm. 65-ish. 62 was acceptable under certain circumstances. And some people made it actually a little later, but but there was pretty much a target. Mm -hmm. And uh, you visualize this as the golden age, right? right? Mm -hmm. You know, so here was the idea where you were going to slow down and relax mm-hmm. and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. And the right. fact of the matter is that in the olden days, <laughs> um, oftentimes working till you're, you were 65 meant that you were retired for maybe 10, maybe 15 years. Or less even. Yeah. Okay. So the issues that we have today uh, weren't there. So, so first of all, there was less time to protect. Mm-hmm. There was less concern for the plan because there's nothing wrong with your plan saying, I'm going to take some time off and just enjoy a couple of years of my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, as long as it's your plan, it's okay. Right. Uh, it helped with money. Right. Because it didn't have to last as long. Okay, so so let me talk about my parents' retirement plan a little bit. Uh, my father kind of semi-retired at age 65, and then he continued to work because he got bored. Okay. Okay, so he kind of gave me a, a vision of the changes that were coming a little bit. Mm-hmm. But when he retired, he had this thing called a pension. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty good pension. Right. Okay, and he had a little bit of money that he had saved. Mm-hmm. And I remember my parents making trying to make decisions over the money that they had saved and they were terrified to spend it right you know the pension was pretty good that was consistently paid their bills but they had the opportunity to maybe travel they had the opportunity to maybe do some other things but they were terrified that if they spent that money and they needed it for something else it wasn't going to be there right right Okay, mm-hmm. so so part of the plan was they were restricted and they had to look at their retirement as a um, I'm, I'm looking for the right word. What's the opposite of expansion? Contraction. Contraction. Yeah. You know, you're going to slow down. You're you're going to kind of pull in the horns a little bit yeah. and take it easy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and like not being able to do something you want to do just because of what might happen in the future is really limiting. Yes. Now, one of the things that happened is because my father was working part-time, mm-hmm. he did have extra money coming in, and he did spend that extra money, okay? okay. Uh, you know, he took uh, he rented a villa down at Disney World, had the whole family come down and, and do some things that he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But he still had this vision of uh, it's time to slow down, mm-hmm. and it's time to... Uh, not get excited about new things. Mm. Well, I can't live that way. I don't know about you. I, you know, I, in fact, I know about you. You just, <laughs> you just remodeled your house. Now, you're not doing that because you're old and you're contracting your life, right? <laughs> That's true. Okay. You know, you, you've got a vision for yourself of spending a bunch of money on making your life more pleasant mm-hmm. because you have a place that you have to live in and you want it to be the way you want it to be. Exactly. Right? Okay, so the question in the new retirement paradigm is how do we rethink what we want? Right. Uh, Part of my goals in uh, rethinking retirement is that I was going to travel. 
Right. And one of the things I find is that every time I travel, mm-hmm. I check something off the bucket list. Well, right. it didn't take too long to get rid of the bucket list. The problem is that every time I go somewhere, two new things come on the bucket list. And I wouldn't call that a problem. Well, except that it's a rethinking of the concept of retirement mm-hmm. because I certainly am not contracting uh, the things that I do in my life. I'm not pulling in the right. horns. I'm expanding. Right. And I feel great about expanding now. The problem with doing that is you've got to get back to our, our hyenas here. Right. Because if you're going to do that, you got to protect your health. Right. If you're going to do that, you got to protect your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you don't even want to completely quit your day job, or if you do quit your day job, have another source of income right. because you want to be able to do more as you have the opportunity to do more. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the best thing about this concept of the new retirement is that we probably have extra years that our parents didn't have. Right. And I say probably because nobody knows how much time they're going to have in life. That's correct. But uh, we sit back and we think a little bit about, um, well, our first podcast was what happens if you live to be 100. Exactly. Okay. And uh, certainly I don't want to quit at age 65 and have 35 years of a Idle, life idleness <laughs> that I don't have planned or I can't get excited about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so uh, now you get into this other concept of uh, of the new retirement plan, and that that is how do you do a plan for this? Right. And I think you know what we have to do is start thinking about our plans as a journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you certainly have to have a vision. I know I want to travel. I have my bucket list, mm-hmm. and I want to continue to go that way. Right. Uh, but I don't know what's going to be on the bucket list, and I don't know necessarily what the economic requirements are going to be to handle it. Right. So how do I rethink that? How do I, you know, formulate the plan to do that? And part of the purpose of this podcast is to introduce you to people who are breaking the rules and changing the rules and rethinking about the way they're going to attack this series of problems. Right, right. So um, so one of the things that one of the retirement hyenas that you refer to is health. And, um, you know, you can't uh, live a crazy lifestyle and then all of a sudden decide at age 65 or 66 or 67, whenever it is that you decide to retire, that that's when you're going to start taking care of your health. Oh, absolutely. And you can't wait to plan. I, I, I see so many people that say, gee, I'm going to retire at 65. I, mm-hmm. I, have, I have another year and then I'm going to plan. Yeah, that's well. That's when the time hyenas have already invaded your space, right? Okay, and what you thought you had in the way of time is not your time at all because it's somebody else's time. Now. Right, right. So how do you how do you visualize this and do this? So I, I think the couple things that we want to make sure that we deal with here are number one is there is a new retirement paradigm. This right. is not your parents' retirement. Right. You do really have to rethink it. You have to rethink it in terms of uh, longevity. 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 Well, longevity, that's a place on the map, right? <laughs> so, we're, so we're okay. Uh, but you, you have to think about how long you're going to live, and you have to think about 
uh, money to some extent, how, how do you get a replenishing source of income mm-hmm. or how do you budget your income? I hate this word budget, but, right. but how do you have enough to be able to have an expansive life? Mm-hmm. And yet you don't want to put off retirement and doing things until you're too old to do them. Right, right. Yes, definitely. Um, if you have the opportunity to travel, it's clearly better to travel when you're healthy enough to enjoy it and not have to make arrangements for wheelchairs and, and canes and things like that. So, you know, enjoy it now. So maybe the new retirement paradigm for some people is phasing out at 55 or 50 and working until you're 75 or 80. But not the way you are working now. Right. So when you say phasing out, you mean just uh, juggling your lifestyle a little bit? Or traveling more, taking mm-hmm. more time off. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's uh, renegotiating with your boss if you can, uh, uh, more time off and a little less money and right. working more and, and being able to enjoy things now. The whole idea is it's a very individualized kind of thing. And mm-hmm. you have to think about what's important to you. Right. And some people, like me, want to travel. Other people don't care less about traveling. They want to redo their home, okay? (laughs) Is that a jab at me? (laughs) It is, yes. But but whatever it is, whatever it is, you have to get this vision of what you think the new retirement paradigm is going to be for you. Mm -hmm. And you need to start figuring out what it is that you really want. Right. So that you can protect your time. Mm-hmm. And then how are you going to protect your health? How are you going to get that early jump so that you're not going to be sick when you wanted to do these things right. that you planned in your life? Right. And how do you stay fit? And uh, how do you uh, schedule your money in such a way that you can make it last to do what you want it to do or create new money? Right. Right. And that's the wild card. Is, is if you have a fixed income that is going to be what it's going to be and you have a certain amount of savings that can generate a certain amount of money over a period of time, then if you continue to generate income from another source, you know, maybe by working part time or um, whatever, uh, that that's your play money. So enter the airplane again here. Mm-hmm. And, and this is how all this stuff is going to come together. Uh, you know, whether you're a person who is working all your life and love your job, and it makes it easy for you to continue as a consultant with less time mm-hmm. or less stress or mm-hmm. something like that, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people uh, don't like their jobs, in which case maybe they have to rebuild the airplane, right. okay, right. and rethink about what they're really good at and leap on a new bandwagon to do things. Mm-hmm. Others maybe need to actually do retire, retire. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole idea is what is your plan and how are you going to implement it? And that's what this whole new retirement paradigm is all about. Right. And make your own rules because just because your plan includes travel doesn't mean that everybody's should. Yeah. But I want to talk more about travel. So let's get another okay. break in here and, and talk about uh, what's coming up. What's coming up. Okay. Changing the rules will be right back. Stay tuned for information about the Travel Connection, a unique way to see the world with unique people in your world. Okay, I'm going to start here and, you know, you're going to come in whenever you want. But, <laughs> but you know, this, this concept of uh, 
the travel connection has been something that we've been doing for a long time. We, we actually started when we were working together in what we might call gainful employment at another time <laughs> in our lives, okay? And we used to do coin trips, mm-hmm. and we went to some really, really interesting places. And the whole concept was, uh, here's a place I want to go, Ireland. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you call up a bunch of people and say, hey, we're going to Ireland. This is what it costs. If you want to come along, sign up and sign up by a certain date so we can finalize this trip. And then uh, describe the Ireland trip to us. Uh, what happened? The Ireland trip was great. Um, we had, I think, 16 people that went. And um, we were on, we were able, because of the size of the group, to reserve one of those small buses. And we had a dedicated driver slash guide named John Costello, who was extremely knowledgeable and also very funny. And he drove us to all of the, you know, the the trip had been planned out. It was a, um, you know, a a planned itinerary. And so he took us to all of the appropriate places. He knew everything about it. You know, he gave us great information. And um, we it was the one of the most fun things for me because i think this was the first trip that i went on with clients was getting to know our clients from a purely social standpoint because there was no business involved yeah and and i think that's the whole idea the mm-hmm. the uh uh, we also did Italy. Yep. We also had a group going to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. We had a small group that went to London. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, the the whole idea is that you get a different vision of people. You get closer knit to people that you know. Mm-hmm. You get to meet new people because people brought their friends. Right. So we got to meet people and we got to see the world. Yes. And we got to see it kind of under our terms. Right. So uh, the next travel connection event is scheduled for October 2020. Now, this sounds like an awful long time away, but it's filling up fast, and we're going to Greece. Well, you're starting in Greece. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start in Greece. We've got a small ship. It holds about 350 people, so Mm -hmm. it's going to be intimate. It's supposed to be super luxury. We've got a great price on things. By the way, for those people who sign up before the end of September, it's free airfare. Wow. Okay. That's significant. Oh, it drops the price of the trip unbelievably. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, But what we're really looking forward to is here's a way that you can Think about retirement before you start, Mm -hmm. if you want. I mean, there's no age restrictions on these kinds of things. Uh, Or you can practice retirement as you go. Mm -hmm. And we're finding that people are learning different things about their spouses. So, for example, you schedule a trip and you find out all of a sudden, well, maybe your spouse isn't that keen on this kind of a thing. And you have to rethink your travel arrangements as you go into those later years in your life. Right. So so there's a lot of information here. The, the best part about it is we're going to eat, drink, laugh, and be merry, see some <laughs> great countries, add countries to our bucket list and cross them off, yeah. and probably expand to new ones. So if you'd like more information on the Travel Connection, you can go to our website, which is www. 
theluckiestguyintheworld.com. Dot com. And there's information there on how to get all the detailed information mm-hmm. that you want. And we hope that there are a number of you that are going to join us. Mm-hmm. Consider bringing friends and consider bringing people that you want to travel with. Because part of our goals here are not only to hang out with the people that we like, but to meet new people along the way and see the world. I think that sounds great. Cool. Okay, we're getting near the end of our time. Okay. We've uh, kind of talked about and introduced this new retirement concept. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's recap it quickly. So the new retirement paradigm is um, the changes that have occurred between what our parents did in that we are living longer. So you have to be healthy longer. Your money has to last longer. And you need to control your time over a longer period of time. And and so these are things that we believe you should start thinking about ahead of time and starting to build your plan of what you want your life to look like. Yep. So then you can put things in place to support that. So maybe it's the vision first mm-hmm. and then start to understand that the plan is really a journey. It's a flex plan. Right. Okay. Right. And we have a planning tool, which we'll remind you about next time we get together. Okay. It's free and it's mm-hmm. available on our website again, mm-hmm. com. And the hit for next trip. Uh, you mean the next show? Next show. We're going to talk about penguins. I bet you never knew that penguins affect how in the world you're going to vision retirement. (laughs) So we're looking forward. We also have two guests for our next show, and they're great guests. We're going to have a lively discussion about uh, athletics as you go on, staying fit. Uh, One of my favorite people, Bill Hughes, is going to come on. He's uh, got wisdom that, you know, just take us into the rest of the world here. Fantastic. So uh, we'll see you in two weeks for Changing the Rules. And everybody have a great day. Thank you for listening to Changing the Rules, a podcast designed to help you live your life the way you want and give you what you need to make it happen. Join us in two weeks for our next exciting topic on Changing the Rules with Casey Dempster and Ray Lowe, the luckiest guy in the world.